The antidote has also been joined by Dennis Culp Trombone and vocalist for Five Iron Frenzy. So Dennis, thanks for joining in. Thanks for having me. Your long-anticipated reunion album, Engine of a Million Plots, is due to release in the next few days. But was it intimidating for you to return to the studio? No, I'd never left the studio. Personally, it wasn't intimidating for me. What was intimidating is living up to what I had hoped we could do for this band. But actually, personally, going in and recording was not intimidating for me. Do you ever find that obsessed fan base can be intimidating for you? It can because there's this tug of war. I'm sure there are a lot of people that want us to go back to where we started, which was more of a traditional punk ska band, and that's not really where we're at. Uh, We just recorded a a really compelling, rich, great power pop record and uh, with horns, but I wouldn't necessarily call it a ska record, although it has possibly the most ska song on it that we've ever done, but by and large, it's a power pop record. So there's always that expectation that we're trying to meet, and I hope we don't disappoint, but at the same time, I want to move forward as a band and do something new that feels contemporary and fresh to us. Actually, I know the overall response has been great. Everybody's been saying, yeah, this is still five iron, but but it is a stretch for you, isn't it? It is. I think it's a natural move forward for us, actually. If you follow the arc of the band, it, it kind of makes sense where we're headed. And uh, But so far, the response has been great. We did a two-week early pre-release uh, just a couple of days ago to the people that backed our record. And uh, so far, the feedback from them has been really positive. Of course, anytime we bring up the topic of the album, the next thing that always falls along is the funding, because that was insane. Describe how that whole process worked. Well, it's exactly why we're here, is because so many people back the band so enthusiastically. To give you the full story, we we really didn't even intentionally get back together. We we were just kind of getting together at barbecues because we missed each other, to be honest. And we started talking about making some new material, and... And uh, we agreed to record one or two songs. And I happen to have a studio in New York City. I'm in the music business. So we agreed to get together and record it. And when it was done, we had no idea what we were going to do with it. So we agreed, well, let's just give it away for free. But we'll see if people are, if they're into it, you know, perhaps they would like to help us raise some money to get everybody flown out to New York and, and record a full length. So that's what we did, and we set our goal. We thought airfare plus paying the engineer and manufacturing and all that stuff would cost us about $30,000 US. So that's uh, that's where we set the bar, and uh, we happened to raise that in about 50 minutes. Oh, yeah, but you haven't said the grand total yet. Uh, People continue to give, and (laughs) we, we had certain incentives that we were giving away, like advanced copies of the record and vinyl and things like that, and it all sold out immediately. So we decided to do a reunion concert, and uh, we sold tickets for that. It was like $100 a seat. It was an expensive show, and that sold out immediately. And then we just kept, okay, we'll, we'll write lyrics and, and sell those. And we'll, we'll, you know, we just started coming up with more stuff, and people kept buying it. And we eventually raised well over $200,000. 207 I think, was the final total on a, over a goal of 30000 So <laughs> pretty strong support. Seriously. That had to be a big shock. Oh, completely. I, I was convinced that we were done and forgotten and, you know, everyone had moved on. So we were all completely amazed by it. Absolutely stunned. Has maturity seasoned your style? I think for sure. I mean, I think the way we listen to music has matured. Certainly our re- approach in recording the music has matured. I mean, the, the parts fit a lot better. There's a lot less individual showmanship and more playing together as a band. It's more of a unit. I think it really shows. Um, 
So it just feels more cohesive to me. And uh, lyrically, there's a lot more thought that goes into the lyrics from all angles. Like we still have our worldviews, but uh, you know they're seasoned by experience and disappointment and, and life in general. So I feel like lyrically, we've certainly matured. When I first heard that you guys were going to release your album this fall, I guessed the release date because you're releasing it on November 26th, but that's almost to the day to your 10th anniversary of your final show as a band. That's right. It's, uh, it's three days after because for some reason you have to release a record on a Tuesday. So, but we actually, our last show ever was on November 23rd. And so, yeah, that is significant. When we made the decision to break up, we actually didn't want to be one of these bands that told everybody we're breaking up and then two years later we're back together trying to do a reunion show or something like that so we if we did it we wanted to be deliberate about it so we actually made a deal that we wouldn't do anything for 10 years so we were sort of in breach of that by starting to plan the record but I think it's really cool that we're releasing it in 10 years almost to the day one of your new songs Zen and the Art of Xenophobia looks at how American society isolates itself what drove you to record this I can't speak entirely on behalf of our singer Reese um, who wrote the lyrics he lives in a pretty rural part of Virginia and he finds the culture there to be pretty insular and I think the song is a commentary on that kind of rural Americana where people are afraid of outside influence and whatnot I live in New York City I don't experience that at all so I can't say I share those views Um, and even growing up in rural Colorado I didn't get a whole lot of that It's not an issue that's burning in my heart per se, but uh, I think what he's responding to is just some of the kind of what you would call redneck type people in rural Virginia or or middle America that are just kind of afraid of outside influence, you know, anti-immigration, afraid of other cultural points of view, religious points of view that are strange to us. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot, Dennis. It's time to pick the favored child. So which song on Engine of a Million Plots speaks to you the most? I guess selfishly kind of an easy question for me to answer because it's the one I wrote. Um, I wrote the second to the last song lyrically called I've Seen the Sun. And um, in kind of a veiled way, it's about the experience of my father-in-law losing his battle to cancer. And also in light of uh, some of the horrible storms we had on the East Coast, uh, Hurricane Irene and Hurricane Sandy. Uh, so it's kind of kind of in the wake of all of this disaster that hit us last year that was actually happening during the recording of the record. Uh, it's kind of this standing in the face of just horrible circumstances and just kind of shaking your fist and saying, I still hold on to hope. I believe in goodness. I believe in God. I believe that he's good. And it just kind of became my mantra of just trying to hold on to believing that there is good in the midst of all of this darkness that was going on. I've got a personal question about one of your band members. Reese seems to be singing in a higher register. So is this due to tight plants, or did he do a Justin Bieber and decide to tighten his vocal cords? Reese has always been a tenor. He's always, he's always sung in a pretty high register. I actually think he's uh, hit puberty a little bit and uh, is singing a little bit lower than he used to, but yeah, he, he definitely sings pretty high. I've proposed that Parliament change Canada's national anthem to O Canada, Five Iron Frenzy's version. If that happens, are you going to relocate to the Great White North? I would certainly consider it if they would let us in, Uh, although I have my doubts about that. (laughs) But they did let you in over the border. They did quite easily. I was kind of shocked. I don't know to whom we owe the uh, thanks for that, but it was pretty easy getting in this time. 
The Antidote has been chatting with Dennis and Leonore of Five Iron Frenzy. Thanks for sharing your time and uh, have a great show tonight. My pleasure, Dave. Thanks again for having us.